Jackson Banks. John Holiday. And you're listening to Black Audacity, the podcast for people who love a good playlist. I know you was going with that. Yeah, I, I, you know, I like. I was going to say cook. I don't know. Yes, yeah. I do love me a good playlist. Ain't nobody cooking. It's too damn hot. Mines are heavily cultivated. Yes. Yeah. I don't even name them by genres. I just name them by words. And, and that's how the fuck I feel at that time. So how you been? I've been good. It's Juneteenth weekend. I was say you enjoying your Ju- Juneteenth weekend. I am. Even though I work for the government, I do not have Monday off. Um, But, you know. I was supposed to take it off. Uh, I was too, but I got any another. festivities yet? There's been a lot of festivities going on. Um, like how you personally partake? Personally partaking? No. Because I've been dodging bullets and taking naps. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that. Dodging bullets and taking naps, you would you you would think that was hyperbole. It's but really, it's really not. <laughs> I was going to say I did go see uh, the Blackened, which I enjoy, especially it, they was heavily on a Juneteenth theme, uh-huh. which I thought was cool. I was expecting way more of a horror movie, but it's it's like a comedy. It's like you if you take the Best Man, the mm-hmm. movie the Best Man with Morris Chestnut and the motherfuckers, and the motherfuckers, and the motherfuckers, and then you mix it with some shit like. Uh, 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 Jason or Texas Chainsaw. That's basically what the fuck that movie is, but it works. You know what Somebody I mean? Somebody said it was mixing like mixing living single with um a horror movie. Yeah, that's basically all it is. So once I uh got uh, acclimated to that environment, oh, this this, is, this shit is all right. Cause I thought it was gonna be more like a not a parody or a spoof, but I I thought it was gonna be straight up bodies dropping, but they were gonna be comical about it, more mm-hmm. like Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. So this movie is just a straight comedy, but fucked up shit happened. But I, I really do like the characters and some of the shit they say. I'm thinking it's improv, and then they do little shit like like. Yeah, this is a real nigga movie because they do and say little shit that you wouldn't get. There's a scene in the movie where they're trying to uh, encourage one of the um, encourage one of the characters to do something, and she tells her, "Girl, if you want to be somebody, if you want to go somewhere, <laughs> then you hear. I, I know I said it, but you hear uh, like another person in the audience. You better wake up and pay attention, like a little shit like that. That." Most people probably that wouldn't resonate with, but if you grew up in a certain time in a certain era, you know where the fuck that's from, Sister Act 2. So I did like all them little nuances. They put a lot of like little nods and just little shit they said that you wouldn't get. Like that was right. a true black movie. And I don't know. And w- what I was disappointed about it in the beginning, I ended up liking about it. So I'm like, man, didn't nobody get killed in the movie? I'm like, you know what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, that's fine. We made a uh, we made a black quote unquote horror movie. It didn't well a few people died, but didn't didn't no niggas died. It was just it was it's very non traumatic because it's like I'm expected to see that shit and laugh about it. That's how I thought it was gonna be like scary movie. The first scary one. movie, but but less parody. But I, I did like it. If if you want a recommendation, and you gave a nigga like me a, a holiday based theme movie, I can watch every year because I'm all about that. I watch When Harry Met Sally every New Year's, yeah. Die Hard every Christmas. Now I can watch The Black and Lynn every Juneteenth. Y'all ain't gave me no Juneteenth movies. I'm really glad that you have a black movie to watch for one of these holidays and it's the blackest holiday. So that makes me very happy. Because you, uh, you I'm refuse so to watch I'm When Harry Met Sally. I'm so sick of hearing about When Harry Met Sally. Right. And mind you, I've seen okay. the movie okay. like back in 95. And you going to see it again. Oh my God. Do I do this with you? With mo- yeah, Hamilton? Yeah, fucking do. Fences? Yeah, I do. No. That goddamn wife. Oh yeah, I make everybody watch The Wire. You can't be around me because I'm gonna throw out references, and if you don't, 
know still them. Still Magnolias. Still Magnolias is a great fucking movie. <laughs> it, 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 it was. That's a that's a show we need to do. Our favorite white movies because I am a I'm a big fan of eighties. Late Ooh, 80s, early 90s white movies where there might be three or four black characters speckled into it. I, I know I can already hear it. I know it's Juneteenth weekend, but still, it's still Magnolias is one of them because I, I do love the black dude at uh, Shelby's wedding. And he hits that move. Them niggas was hyphy at that. Um, that shit ghost riding cracks the that me shit. up I still need somebody time. to do one of them video things where they where they replay tell me where to go at that scene when them that niggas come around amazing. that corner. If I was more tech savvy I would do IG it. hyphy culture uh, y'all y'all do something with that. But so, anyway, happy, so anyway happy Juneteenth. So it is Juneteenth so and it's summertime and it's time for us to be having our cookouts and our get togethers and our brunches cause you niggas ain't <laughs> found out about brunch and we brunching brunching. Yeah I'm sick of niggas swag surfing around my French toes. Oh my but you know what niggas brunch now. Yeah and, niggas brunch. In and Houston <laughs> brunch is a, is a thing. Sunday I, fun day is no joke. I love how black. Brunch is like the club out I there. I love how Black and brunch are synonymous now. That makes me very happy um, because we've we always the, we've always done brunch on Sundays. And didn't even know what the fuck it yeah, was. We've always done brunch. Um, if you because that was uh, that right after church, right after when church, when it got out, when it was supposed to get out at noon. If you had a, if you whether if you, you were in a service. church, whether you were in a in the church family or a secular family, because if you mm. were in a secular family, kind of like mine, you woke mom up and, at that time. Mom and daddy was drunk, yeah. so they woke up about you, you getting back from your auntie's house or mm. whatever, and then you know somebody decides to cook. That was that's what it reminds me of. So that's about the time, and we but we went to church eventually. So speaking of the cookout, yeah, speaking of the cookout, so wanted to go over a few songs that eventually. you know. <laughs> <laughs> shut up i wanted to go over a few songs that you know make you feel a type of way and make you happy to be black june is also black music month um mm-hmm. which is a very important thing because that's 99 percent of our culture is our music mm-hmm. um we we change the landscape every time so it's great to be black it's great to know black music and know black songs um and you know how I feel about it. yeah so i mean there's a whole i got so excited yesterday True story. This is how big black music is. Mm. Mom, mom bought the bodyguard soundtrack <laughs> on vinyl. Mm. Didn't tell me. I was gonna say, I should been looking for that one. Didn't tell me. I was in the in the back of uh in the backyard, and all of a sudden, the I, fuck was you doing in the backyard? Um, I was moving some shit. Anyway, okay. <laughs> is that why your hair wrapped up? Yeah, I was okay. hot. Um, niggas is free out now, here. You know, ahead. out here. Go ahead, June Having to do fucking manual labor. What did we say about the obligation? Oh, where's the nigga at to come help me? I don't want to be on nobody's ladder. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I have one. Anyways, so no, I was in the backyard, and all of a sudden. I heard take and I lost my shit. I came back into the house, sang the whole song, and then went back outside. Then Queen of the Night came on. I was like, fuck it, I'm not going back outside. I gotta have a concert to finish. You know what song I like on there? I've been around this world. Yes. I've been a lot of places. That's my shit. I like to be Aaron Neville. Yes, Aaron Neville and Kenny G. Yes. Yeah. I'm gonna love you. Even and, if my heart and I think that's just a. I don't know if that's just even being a '90s kid or just being mm-hmm. a black kid, but it's it's a big deal. I did not know my ringer was on, but you couldn't hear it. What are uh, some of the songs? 
one of the one of the songs one of the biggest songs that i wanted to bring up just for black history black music is one of my favorite bands of all time Mm -hmm. the gap band and the song outstanding now outstanding is one of those songs to me personally that takes me back to my childhood even though it came out 15 years before i was born but it reminds me of my childhood it reminds me of my parents and my aunties partying um you know the whole family my grandparents are over everybody's drinking having a good time nobody's fighting somebody's making fun of somebody else's potato salad like it reminds Mm. me of that moment and getting those little giggles in and my daddy handed me the cup with hennessy in it and Mm -hmm. that was the start of me not liking hennessy (laughs) (laughs) ain't that a bitch (laughs) at six i started uh, my daddy gave me yeah i did enjoy gin and that was my drink of choice so yeah um but outstanding is a song it's um again by the gap band the gap in themselves had the historical significance behind that being tied in with uh black wall street and that black wall street Actually, he dropped a bomb on me uh yeah. the I, I don't know if that's true that that actual because people the legend behind that song but i know for sure that they they named after the, the greenwood uh neighborhood they were actually talking about it or charlie wilson was talking about it i saw it something i online. know they're named after neighborhood in uh in black wall street tulsa oklahoma but that song dropped the bomb on me i don't know if that was a direct reference to black wall street I, i've read that but I don't know if that's true. Niggas be making up stuff. Yeah, but but but. But I could I could have swore I remember seeing it. If I find it, I, I was, did read it. It's just I read it. No, online. no, no. I mean, like the actual interview oh, with Charlie. Yeah, it? yeah. I heard him talking about him just being from that area, and uh, one of the reasons they chose the name their band, the Gap Band, is because you weren't allowed to talk about it. Uh, he literally said people will come up missing mm-hmm. talking about it. So I like how they within the name, which is one of the points I liked about black music is the the shit it keeps alive throughout history. Something just a simple name of your band, the Gap Band, yep. keeps the story of Black Wall Street alive. Whether you know, um, and that's how we've historically always tangibly or not. That's how historically we've always told our stories. Yeah, yeah. Our stories have always been told through song, through generations, through generations. That's the cookout, right there. Yeah, that is the cook. The whole legacy of the cookout starts right there by telling songs that actually tell a story about what we're going through what we've been through what we've seen um since even since before Ju- slavery since the juneteenth yeah let's drop a little uh history no but seriously back in the day when slaves used to get together to because uh, you couldn't sing songs or rejoice or no shit like that so they literally had secret parties you know that and i think that's where that generational thing comes in where we notice how other cultures are really inquisitive and we're kind of like how we have the cookout list. Oh, uh, I'm sorry, the cookout list. They not invited to the cookout because that literally that literally meant life or death back in the day. Yep. Once people start sneaking around, seeing you niggas was having fun, they came shut that shit down. You know what I mean? So uh, I don't know if that's like a genetic thing because we still are secret. We don't really uh, announce parties, uh, yeah, but you know when it's gonna be. Yeah. But I, I just think that's like a real cultural thing that we don't put enough significance on. And like with the music, certain songs we hear, it will. Speak to your damn soul. And it, like, we're going to talk about juvenile. Like, once you hear that, it's automatic. And the same thing with Outstanding. And I said uh, mm-hmm. before we started the mics, 
excuse me, before we started the mics, I was telling Holiday, you know, Outstanding is a love song, but it doesn't have yeah. anything to do with a particular person. Yeah. It's when you fell in love with life. The lyrics, yeah. everything from it. Charlie Wilson's voice is so distinct and so provocative in such a way that I don't think R&B music would be the same without it. And definitely not hip-hop as we know it, because shout out to Snoop Dogg. Yeah, I love uh, the percussions in that song. Who, it, the whole thing, yeah. it's literally, it's a masterpiece of mm-hmm. R&B. B. And you know how I feel about me some R and B. And I that's the one album I do not have on vinyl I right mean, now. What's the name of that one? I don't fucking know off the uh, top of my head. I think it's self titled. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I that is one of those cookout songs. And when you get up, because it sounds slow, it sounds like a love song, but it's so reminiscent of the late uh, mid to late seventies, early eighties, where you had love songs that you could still dance to. Mm. Um, we kind of do that now, but what there's no love called? involved. It was an era. And I want to say Gap Band was a part of that, but I know Shaka Khan was uh, uh, kind of prevalent. Mm-hmm. It was right after disco, but right before like R&B, like Bobby Brown, um, Babyface and shit like that. But it was, uh, I don't know what you would call it. It's like a neo-disco. It's, it's kind of like Yeah, Gap I Band. think a neo-disco kinda is a like, very... Uh, uh, um, kind of like, who am I thinking of? Zappin' Roger? Yeah. Kind of like that. It, it was R&B. It was it, funk R&B. It was a mixture yeah, of everything. It was that right had, after disco. It's a name for it. I can't think of it. It, it was everything right after um, like the last 15 it's years be, of music. Yeah, it, 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 time frame is in the 70s. It's between like 78 and 85. That little time frame. But I, I forget what it's called. Yeah. But no. It's before New Jack you. Swing. That's before been, New Jack Swing. And, before uh, New Jack Swing and, and go, after go, disco. After disco, before New Jack Swing, uh, some proto go go, because go go don't get enough. Uh, if we talking about uh, cookout music, so the butt uh, EU is one song. It wasn't on my list, but fuck it, let's <laughs> let's go back and forth. The butt is one song. I don't think we 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 uh that should have been back that thing up for a whole generation. I've been singing that song, and I'm so surprised how many people of my uh, age bracket don't know that song. Listen, and the funniest thing is, is that they don't know it. They don't know what movie is in reference to as well, which is so huge because EU the butt is to me in my mind will always be synonymous with HBCU. Like yeah, it just yeah. it makes me think about Howard University. Hell, it makes me think about Hillman University for that matter because y'all know Hillman's not real. But it makes me it just makes me think of that east coast hbcu black vibe it always and never fails and dc go-go music is is it i, I love what spike lee did 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 for that um because spike movie's a fucking cookout <laughs> oh remember the movie the cookout yes i do remember the movie the i cookout. went to the theaters and seen that and i did was you, you I, spent money to go see that i saw a bootleg i was always that you know me i gotta support the, the arts but I, I didn't like it i was a kid i didn't support shit um but no getting back to spike lee and go-go and then that 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 generation era time now i remember that uh because one of my songs it wasn't eu but it was summertime uh uh fresh prince and dj, DJ jazzy jeff which is what exactly what he's dressed like today <laughs> <laughs> but you can't see through two miles an hour so everybody sees you now we talked about you had to be there. Now, I know that song just so ubiquitous and everybody remembers it, but you don't remember when it, when actually, it actually dropped. When it actually came out. Now, that, when you was alive when that shit, because the video looks just so much like how it was, especially living out there in SoCal. So that does take you back. 
uh, uh, it's like the cookout at boys. I always say this shit because it's always a preamble to some fuck shit happening because they're always fud. And this is one of the reasons why I leave parties early because you always knew, even as a kid, they're going to fight later. You didn't yep. know why. As an adult, because people going to get drunk and motherfuckers out here fucking everybody. Uh, uh, so... Things are gonna happen. As a kid, like why do you why do you always argue with the same? You know, as a kid, I don't know, but it's like oh yeah, cause they got that do it fluid in them. But <clears throat> no, seriously, watching that video, even like now, I go back because I'm a '90s '80s junkie, so I go back and watch all these old videos. I was just watching Folky Y2C the other day. I remember being a kid when that came out. Like damn, we was bad. Um, and for, I was on a whole two live crew mix too. I was looking for '90s music, but my my uh, fucking algorithm was set, <laughs> was set on hood rap music. Cause uh, I mean, you gotta be who you are, man. Cause but I am no. dressed fresh out of Freak Nick right now. I'm just saying, <laughs> like he got coke in one pocket and weed in the other. Hey, mix them together. But um, put the lime in. The no, but I but I do feel you. Uh, summertime came out in '91. I was a whole fresh four years old but i remember i just moved to fresno i remember and so did i i remember the first time and i remember the um video dropping and it was after the episode of fresh prince yeah and losing my mind because it was such a big deal and this is on a fucking 14 inch tv which was like our big screen at the time and it was just amazing because what how can I put this? What kids are missing now? I know there's Gracie's Corner. I know there's uh, Karma. I know there's all that stuff where all this stuff is for black kids. But to be black in the 90s was something different. Because you don't be around toddlers like that. And I shouldn't be either because I'm personally sick of them. But because I have to be, this is my life. So mm-hmm. um, being a black kid in the 90s was something just so amazing. And when you saw shit like Fresh Prince... You saw Fresh Prince rapping and he's chilling. He's got the mustache. He's got the flat top. He's got on all the freshness that you could imagine. You see uh, School Days with uh, Gina. I don't give a fuck if her real name is Tisha Campbell. She was Gina. Lawrence Fishburne. You see all of that and you see these styles. You see these clothes and they kind of mimic what your parents are wearing too. And it was just a fucking time. And unfortunately... I don't feel like kids these days have that same kind of input with black music and black times because mm. nothing's really black music. It's all, we're all one. It's all one big thing, which is fine. I'm not even tripping on it. But to be a black kid in the 90s and you see one of your, you know, idols is a strong word, but I'm going to use the word idols. And you're like, oh my God, we were talking about it before the mic started. House Party 3. Underrated film. Classic. Wonderful. Comedy classic. But it, okay, a movie I should have never seen as a child. It's not children appropriate whatsoever. It's still one of the funniest damn movies I've ever watched in my life. The soundtrack changed my life. I got TLC t shirt on right now because uh Sex movie, is that, Sex is a weapon, weapon yeah. was it. Immature it started my whole fifteen year obsession with immature. Like that was a time when there was music, movies. And just being black and being happy. And that's what the cookout reminds we, me of. We talked about that when we talked about um, Black Panther back when the music, or whenever a black movie came out, it was accompanied by a soundtrack. I'm reminded of primarily Above the Realm, 
New Jack City, Jason's lyrics, uh, Jason's lyric. Jason's lyric. <laughs> I, I sound like I can tell I was somebody. Don't say nigga. <laughs> that is not. <laughs> I sound like an old nigga right there. No, but uh, and even to a, a lesser extent, I remember movies because they had popular music uh, for them at the time. But this like me in high school. But movie, remember tripping. Well, because a lot of people don't 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 uh, remember. That's like to me. That's like the black clueless that don't get enough, or how they say uh, uh, shine. I don't know what you say, but no, they they don't put enough. It, people don't talk about it enough. But anyway, uh, getting back to the music. <laughs> no, because I liked how it was the the. I'm reminded of the music in 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 the films. That's like the best way to describe it is because they put. Like real black music in these movies and not like Hollywood black music, you know what I mean? And even if we want to shit from, you know, the party, the dance shit, I remember for somebody like me, just, you know, in the Maxwell and, you know, the slower, slower down Neo Soul type shit. I remember movies like Love Jones. So that soundtrack too kind of did something to me because. That whole movie changed your life, did it? Did it? Did it? I was at the uh, No Lies talking to you about the farmer's market. I, I was stopped over at Raging Records. And, uh, <laughs> that's probably why I love Joe stuck in my head. Because the the person like, you want to be uh, um, you want to be Darius so bad. <laughs> I was like, no, no. Because I, I forgot what the fuck I was talking about. I was like, oh, no, you got to listen to it. <laughs> no, but anyway. But still, but even that being a... Um, you know, like a, a, a culture setting type. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because you, this is how... When I was a kid, I knew I, when I grew up, I was going to be like that. You know, because mm-hmm. that was in line with my interests. That was in line with the kind of uh, shit. I I was trying to say how not to sound crude, but, you know... It's like, yeah, I want one just like that. <laughs> that look just like that. I want to get on stage and, and blow her mind with some poetry and shit. But, um, no, because even the music there... that Now, that gets more to what I meant about... um stories and uh the spirituality behind and it because yeah. i think the black cookout is a spiritual thing not spiritual like religious but it's a spiritual thing like it's, it's remnants of the of the past we got together we sang but we're creating we drank, new memories we was drinking we, we, we had food and we got drank and married and we listened to good good music that talked about what was going on like it's a fil- it's missing now it is because now it's like an old motherfucker. we don't the cookout is kind of relatively disappearing we need to have a cookout we do need to have a cookout the problem is you motherfuckers don't know how to cook it's only uh, yeah i said it um you can cook some chili cook some chili beans we'll talk oh you said uh, i'm allowed to or i'm proficient in doing you're proficient in doing it excellent i would say that's not the only thing i can cook no i'm just saying that's like that would be your delegated yeah oh Okay. Anyways, don't take everything personally. When no, I, no, 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 no. I was, no, I was searching I, for clarification. Oh yeah, no. When I say you motherfuckers, I meant everybody outside of this. Um, yeah, they can't cook, so that has a lot to do with it I'm because. But and shit, I get tired of cooking all the time, and I already was out there in the grill. I learned how to properly hey, smoke man. ribs. Hey, we Thank bougie you now. Much. We bougie now. We gonna and cater this cookout. The only thing about catering this motherfucker, <laughs> I'm sorry. Let me go off on another tangent real quick. Side note. Let me tell you about catering in the 2023s. I appreciate all you motherfuckers on your hustle. I love it. But 
a lot of this food, I already, what did I tell you the other week? I don't want shit else off of a motherfucking food truck because y'all are not cooking. There's no seasoning. There's no flavor. And that's the best part about Where the cookout. You at? You're not in the hood. No, I'm not. Okay. That the, that, that, that's the point I'm making uh, out of this. Yeah, These trucks by me, dog. They, uh, they yeah, know my but, name. And them motherfuckers. <laughs> Five, that that's, $5 taco almost okay. he got almost got swung on that's an east side this side yeah. I mean the east side tacos yeah ah. no these 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 northwest tacos can go to fucking hell okay. anyways but no what i'm saying is is that that was part of the cookout too is the flavor yeah. Yeah. you got a certain type of food that you didn't taste for the rest of the year it wasn't like christmas it wasn't like thanksgiving it was a summer time flavor and we're missing that was Drew Hill on your list oh <laughs> Please, of course. Because prior prior to the mic, it was something I read. I don't know if you guys watch it, but it's a PBS series. It's called Ritual. It's hosted by uh, I forget her her first name, but it's Tank from Tank and the ba- Bangers. I believe Bangers. Uh, Tank and the Bangers. What's her first name? I, I think it's Teresha or something. Uh, something I'm not gonna say correctly, so I'm just not gonna say it. Okay, well you know Tank and the Bangers, the lead singer. She does this show. I implore everyone to watch it, especially in this reverence of Black history and whatnot. Anyway, it's 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 called Ritual, and she talks about uh, things of this nature. And one of the ones uh, that resonated with me, she spoke. Uh, it was about it was about the Riverside baptism but how music was so influential with it and it was saying how it transcended just religion and one of the one of the speakers was saying how it bl- not blurred the lines but it it fit directly in between the the sacred and the secular so that's why I brought up Drew Hill how often you say something like gospel right you throw Drew Hill on you throw some Drew Hill on at the cookout that's sacred and secular all at the same time. And secular just means it doesn't denote any religion, not like it's uh, evil. Because we, we was grown up to believe that secular, secular meant means evil. Bad. Yeah. But it just means it don't denounce any religious things or whatnot. But it, you can't sing like Cisco and be and not. That's, that's if ancestral. You, put on tell you know me what I mean? Right now. That is ancestral. If you get up and say, tell. Play tell me. We all gonna two step. It's gonna be a bunch of black people jumping in the air. It does not matter because it's a feeling, and I don't, I don't know how else to explain it to my people who mm. aren't black. Like I know because we make jokes, but it's some real ancestral and, shit. We man. talk about the Hispanic homies because they know how to party to two or three o'clock in the morning too. Because once you, it's funny. You go to a Mexican party once you hear suavemente. Oh, it's it a goes down. Rap. You hey. know what I mean. Uh, once you hear Cotton Eye Joe at the day, <laughs> and let me let me tell you, let me tell you, why folks, there's three songs that y'all played that I know it's time for me to get the fuck up and leave. Which Cotton Eye Joe, that's always a guarantee. I'm like, oh, this is not my type. They of love bust the move. With a, what she was gonna say? Uh, I fucking hate bust the move now because of white folks. I had white folks parties, hanging out with white folks that was born in the '70s parties. Um, what was your three songs? Uh, Super Freak by Rick James. And then um, that won't make you nervous. I I don't trust it. I just don't like anything that's going on with. What's that. your beef for Montel Jordan? This is how we do it. Because I think that's a Negro spiritual. It is, but I get tired of hearing it because I don't hear Negroes playing it. When it first came out, it was my favorite song in the whole wide world. I love the the rapping part. It just it always made me feel something. Um, but yeah, that's when I think you you had to be there. You were obviously there, but that, that I was there. That is a bona fide Negro spirit. I was there, but when I like hear it at a wedding now, I'm like, because it's never at a black wedding. It's always at a white wedding, and I'm like, it's time for me to go. Because no, I really think a lot of these. Because they want to start throwing up gang signs like Melissa. 
calm down. This is not the song for that. Could you? Because we made a joke about. I remember I posted something like a, a few months ago uh, about like wipe me down, back that ass up, and be like these are Negro spirituals that people took offense to that for some reason. I don't know why. But I'm like, okay, if you want to be wipe me down is. A Negro spiritual. It, I mean, we we could get into the minutia of it all. Uh, 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 shout out to Antonio Brown because I ain't heard that word in a while, <laughs> but he brought it back to re- uh, revelance. Uh, but no, seriously, you hear shit like that and you feel something. You know what I mean? I'm talking about the feeling you feel when the feeling is good. Write that down. The feeling you feel when the feeling is good. And it's the same thing for me. I know you were pretty much grown. A lot, when a lot of these songs, I'm Benjamin Button. I was born grown. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> um, but like it's, it, but we were in the same generation. But like my high school years and my senior year, my senior year here in Fresno was the year that everybody really understood what hyphy was for the first like. Um, and we had tell me when to go. Yeah. But he forty. Yeah, he was already starting the family. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, tell me when to go. You she had told Jay me when to go. Jay Qu- <laughs> 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 Want to talk about it? Yeah. Jay Quan uh, again, tipsy. All these songs, and it was just a moment. And to this day, and I'll tell you what song will always live on and do that same thing. The same thing that Outstanding does. The same thing that Drew Hill Tell Me does. It's Lovers and Friends by uh, oh, Usher, Ludacris, and Lil John. One. That's a good one. I will hop up and stop whatever the fuck I'm doing when that song comes on. Because it's a feeling. It's legitimately, it takes you back to a certain time. Now, I'll get up when Tell Me oh. Wonder. <laughs> I mean, because Usher had a chokehold on the world at that time. And Little John and Little Chris. Uh, Little Chris still hasn't gotten enough flowers as far as I'm concerned. Because he yeah. was consistently the king of summer for quite some time. Him and Nelly were neck and neck for oh, the yeah. longest time. Changed the whole landscape of hip-hop and, uh, and mm. R&B. Now I'm thinking if we had to go to, now I don't want to say recent, but that country grammar, mm-hmm. that is synonymous. synonymous. That is uh, that's a summertime certified album. no i'm thinking like that whole album mm-hmm. country grammar that that's one, that's one you throw that's like you throwing on uh snoop's first album that's like throwing on marvin's uh what was the one that had i used to go out to parties was that let's get it on because i remember he had an album that was real up tempo for i think uh, it's let's get it on is it that one? I think but, so. but uh on the shit all this technology to, to here, tina marie just... the one of she, you put Tina Marie Square Biz on that Square song. Biz. That's that's what a, that's like my tea. mother's and aunt. I had no reason to know who Tina Marie was at seven years old, but that's all the fuck they listened to. It was Tina Marie, Natalie Cole. That's uh, and not knowing Tina Marie was white. Well, I didn't know she I, was white. I until, thought she was just light skinned I didn't know she. I did not know Tina Marie was a full fledged Portuguese white woman until I was in my late teens, early twenties. I never right knew before she, she looked passed like away. until. Well, I knew before then, but I didn't know my aunt had to cover. Uh, it was robbery, and I was like, "Who the fuck is this?" <laughs> it was. Uh, I, I thought it was motherfucking Dolly Parton or somebody. No, decide. I'll tell you what album it was it that was robbery for me that let me know because it was my parents talking. It was La Bella Donna, so it that came out in oh, like two thousand three. Yeah, that was like one of her last. Yeah. That's when I found out she was white. That's when I found out that Whoa. she was white. And hold on, this is this is the crazy part. Cash this money. Is, yes. <laughs> exactly because i'm in the car in the back seat listening to her and joe lavert talking about a rose by any other name you know getting my whole life 
because her and yeah, that was a good album that was a really good album My um th- that was a good year of music in general 2003 oh, 2004 yeah, that was you got yeah. automatic back-to-back r&b hits but as I was saying, my parents were in the front seat talking. He, and my dad said something about, yeah, she's supposed to be white. And my mom was like, no, she is white. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm looking. This I said, Tina white. Marie. And I'm, I got the CD case. Yes, back in the day when you had the CD case and you could look inside of it. She was and, going with them, with them pink uh, sleeves. And she had the, the pink sleeves because yeah. her and little Kim had the same. Because that's when little Kim came out with Magic Stick to the uh, same year. Um, and they both had damn near the same fronts for the album they had the suspenders except that mm-hmm. Lil Kim didn't had her titties out yeah, she, yeah I remember that album. but yeah so yeah so Tina Marie is definitely <laughs> <laughs> Tina Marie is definitely just one of those people but just same thing with Rick James if you put on a Rick James uh anything from 75 through 83 you're gonna have everybody up and moving so as I'm now, who makes cookout music now because I the, Mm. All the new artists I listen to are, are like soul based. Because my favorite artist right now would probably be like Duran Jones. Probably be like a good cookout song is Kevin Gates. We got two. Kevin I mean, Gates? I, you know, and I'm not even a big Kevin Gates fan, but I would. Well, because you listen to a lot more newer music than I I do. listen to a lot of newer uh, artists and shit. Hip hop and art, uh, not R&B. I much. think new music, period, because all the new music I hear. <laughs> It's it already been out. Well, it's like it's uh, it's no words to it, you know. Oh yeah, that's all the new music I hear. Yeah, uh, I could. Yeah, <laughs> that that makes sense. I know. I I could see. That's that. on me. You you would be way more proficient in like the the. I would say that would that would give me and then as far as like newer newer songs, I would say you would have to go with. I'm, I'm going to put Kevin Gates on there. I'm gonna put, of course, YG if you're from Cali, because always. I don't know if it's old or new, but I do like that song. Old. That's uh, I want, I want to rock. Yeah, I by uh, Lil Uzi Vert. Which one to rock? I like rock, that shit. Rock, rock, when is that song old or new? It's, I mean, it's fairly new. Like as a 20, 2023 or twenty. Yeah, no, twenty twenty three. Oh, okay, no, because that yeah, shit yeah, yeah, I yeah. like, but I don't know if I ever heard the real version of it because everything is so rock, fucking. Rock, rock. TikTok. Everything is really fast. Well, because they remix shit all the time, yep. so I never know what the real version is supposed and to sound like. And then you got like... Uh, but I do like that shit. Even though she's trash as a person, Who? Doja Cat. Doja Cat. Yeah. Doja Cat's not a good person, but her music does slap. Ice Spice. Um, she got a few. And oh, you know, uh, I'll tell you not somebody who makes motherfucking summer bangers every year and has never Ooh, disappointed Big me. Freedom? That motherfucking Lotto. Lotto, uh, you need to get your flowers now with your little yellow ass because that bitch does make some good music. Pull me out the plastic. I'm brand new. Yeah. I don't know Lotto. Who the motherfucker with the orange uh, afro? That's Ice Spice. what she do? Because <laughs> <laughs> motherfuckers be on her. Little Ronald McDonald. No, she she cool. She oh, cool. Oh, because they comparing her. Because I seen a big thing. She was cuter than Tiana Taylor. Nah. I'm like, what the fuck y'all talking about? Nah. Like, not that she's not. No, but, but it's like, you don't, you don't thing. even put those. Yeah. It's not even a competition. Yeah. Tiana well, Tiana Taylor, that's like putting uh, Lotto up against Angela Bassett. Like, what the fuck are you well, doing? Well, I don't even mean it like that. I just mean the sense is like. Because they're gorgeous. Both they're, <clears throat> they're all gorgeous women. But there's like, there's no comparison. This is a little girl with the that. Yeah, I just think how to how to phrase and be sometimes like, like put her up against somebody that's within her range. Like it's not she's it's the putting them up against each other. They're like, that, but that's that's, what I'm that's like. gonna happen. City, in any anyway, city yeah. girls, uh, 
City Girls is another one. I, it doesn't matter. Was Big Frida on your list? Big Frida is always on my list. Even though we're not from New Orleans, me nor Holiday, not directly anyways. I was going to say uh, I mean, we're, we are from Louisiana. Families are from Louisiana, but directly, we're not from there. The two of us combined listen to more Louisiana music than anybody ever should. And one of the biggest that, artists that is that motherfucking bounce. Big Frida. I already know that there's some people out there who are like, I'm not listening to Big Frida. You know, your your masculinity is in question and all that bullshit. But if you're not with the bullshit, Big Frida, that's that bitch. No, that's your slap. Like, I, I, I don't know. There's not a song. There's not a song where it's like, oh. Uh, She's a bitch? Like, she could, you could say that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Big Frida's that bitch. I don't know. I can say it. I don't know about you, but so I can I say it. So I listen to the music. I didn't even know who Big Frida was. Mm-hmm. I just knew the songs. Because, you know, he love a good bounce song. Anything you know to get up to be a hood rat. Hey. No, I'm not, <laughs> look, I'm not even mad at you. Because, look, again, that's part of it, too. And I hate that. It's in your damn spirit. Hate, I'm not joking about that. I hate that. the fact that it's not we like as. Hood rat. I love, and hood rat is just like a I, joke. I know, I know, I know. But I, know. I do hate that how we judge each other within the black community about twerking and about dancing and stuff like that that's all the same shit ain't nothing new underneath the sun like all these dances are still the same it's just butt shaking you're not actually or if you are that's on you but emulating sexual acts but sex is a part of life too so might as well learn while you can i I think it's 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 telling you know because we have polynesian dancing and it's provocative but it's seen as so elegant yeah things like that but ours is animalistic you and i know I, I, I never i've never and not to compare that. and contrast because I, I love polynesian dance that i got really into that in high school because they had like a class shit bitty bitty bomb bomb so, so, you know you and, guys, and all of that yeah selena was out there with the bedazzled bra selena bitty bitty bomb bomb is also a and, part and of the cookout music i don't know why selena makes if you, the cookout if you if you're on the west coast i don't I know about down south bitty, bitty, bomb, i'm putting uh i'm putting I, one of her slow joints i'm in putting bitty bitty bomb bomb Late at night when all the world Yeah I'm going home listening to that, that. Was, I'm just putting it on my playlist right now I stay up That was some shit See that's that's what I mean When I when I talk about How music is a time machine at times So I remember Art the Bow Killer Oldies Man that shit would come man, on Man that was a fucking a time fucking, um, um, At your best will come on They always play you Jesse Powell this is one of the times I got to hear. Now, and I'm glad somebody finally said it. I seen a, a meme that said um, Tevin Campbell's uh, If I Never Ever Say That I, It's Better Than I'm Ready. And that had always been my favorite song of the album. Uh, where do they get off telling you that I don't give a damn? That fucking okay. I'm Ready album. Is a fucking time machine. I like I'm Sandy. Re- I was living to say, go ahead. I, I like I'm ready it. more than uh, all the songs. I'm ready is actually I'm ready is your song. Okay. I'm ready is actually my song. I mean, it's just full of bangers, y'all. It, there's not one particular, I, I, I but can't argue. but like you go, Tevin Campbell. So for real, Heavy D in general. Heavy D is an underrated cookout all star. Um, yeah. Did we D- talk about Mister on the mic? Or was that off the mic? Who Mister Blackberry? Molasses. We didn't talk about it off the mic. Oh, because I was saying I yeah. Because this motherfucker, <laughs> no loyalty ass nigga. <laughs> no. Tell you one thing about my motherfucking life. So Blackberry Molasses, I have heard the song numerous times. Shout out to Candace and Aaron. Um, Candace started my life because I didn't, I wasn't a big fan. I didn't know all the words to it. But um, speaking to Aaron, her character is in the cookout. But go ahead. 
I believe it. It's a character. Literally, I, I, I strongly same hair and all. Yeah, but same. they kind of act like. Yeah, same. Probably the same voice tone too. Like I could, I could see it. This is seriously they make, from the commercial. They make fun of her because she mixed, but then they're like, she's the blackest. Like, I, I was mixed a minute ago. Now I'm the blackest, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but go ahead. That's the nigga out of the group. Anyways, but yeah, blackberry molasses, Mister. We were talking about it off of the mic. And yeah, I, I, I it's a cool song. That was one of them songs. <laughs> you had to be there. I wasn't putting her on the spot. I'm just saying that's another Time Machine song that takes you back. I remember listening what to that, being that damn young, and just swear I had all the problems in the world waiting on my shoulders, listening to Bobby Valentino and Three Light Skin Niggas sing about Blackberry Balassas. That was Bobby Valentino? Yes, ma'am. He was the lead vocalist on that song. Shut the fuck up. I did not know that. Watch the video. It looks just. Nah, it looks like him. It is him. But I he also looks, don't pay that much attention. To but Bobby he looks. Valentino. He looks just the same though. Slow down. That's about as far. Yeah, as that, yeah. And that takes yeah. me back to my senior year. So, uh, Blackberry Molasses actually had a resurgence when Bobby Valentino dropped that. So I remember when Slow Down came out, they started playing Blackberry Molasses on a. Was it VH Soul? It was one of them shows when you still had cable and they just played music videos yeah, back to VH back to back to back. So. I was like, why are they playing this? Uh, the song had already been five, ten years old, but it's because Bobby, Bobby Valentino had just dropped that slow down shit, which, like you said, 2003, 2004, that day, uh, yeah, that's probably like the last that I say, like the last great era of music. I know towards, I don't know the year, but around the time. 2010, 2011, try to make a comeback, but it just wasn't as strong. Around the time Wiz Khalifa, J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar, like really dropped. That was, that was like the last time I was was really interested in in music like that. That was a Uh, good time for hip hop. That was a good time. That was underrated good time for hip hop where classic songs came out. Um, that that whole t- Wiz Khalifa, another one who doesn't get his flowers like, because yeah, like that Wiz. motherfucker was dropping summertime hits. Him and another fucker that I, I heard one song from Wiz. So I really listened to him. I like for these younger cats. But when I really listened to him. I was like, oh, this nigga be spitting. Yeah, no, Wiz was. And he just talked about chilling. Like, Wiz, I, I was, Wiz was with no bullshit. It was just all about the music. And he reminded me of Snoop. That's why I liked Wiz so much. But I'll tell you another <sighs> dreaded W. That was actually, I could say, gave me knuck if you bug vibes in the 2010s. That would be Waka Flocka Flame. Uh, oh, I never got any. Yeah, that was that was a time. And I hated motherfuckers. How said that, we looking like because I had dreads. I look like every nigga with dreads, and I hated. You didn't that. know like nothing like no Waka. Flocka. I know I didn't. I got Waka Flocka. Ace Hood, the motherfucker that seen. You look like a motherfucker that needed to be on Best Man, the original movie. No particular character. Just you know, they on used the to movie. Call me, they used to call me Mer- Merch until I got older and they, then I was Terrence Howard's character. <laughs> That's what my cousin said. I used to act like him. I'm so glad you, I can't see our face yet. Um, I used to act just like that nigga that, lo- that, fell, in love with the, that fell in love with the strip. I don't fall in love with strippers no more. That was that was the young me. Okay, no, now you just fall in love with Wanda. I'm sorry. That's still the funniest shit in the world to me. You I, said that. I will go back to that episode and go and laugh so hard. I never usually go back and listen to our episodes but I was really high on that one, and I laughed. But you know what? If my nigga Leon made it to the motherland, I, I ain't mad at him. But yeah. I wouldn't have took no fucking Wanda. 
But he did, he married Wanda. That was yeah, his that, love that, of his life. Man. Anyway, so just back to the cookout. <laughs> back to the music. I don't even. This took a left turn. But, it did. But what's gonna that be funny? I remember um, when my oldest goddaughter Rayla was a baby. Her song used to be "Young Thug Lifestyle." <laughs> This is the lifestyle that in Drunken Love by Beyonce. Those two songs, that baby could not get enough of. She was enthralled with them. Now she's about to be 11 years old and she calls that old school. And that shit trips me out. But I remember telling, I remember, I think it was like a co-worker. I remember telling them, I was like, it trips me out to think that Young Thug is going to be considered old school. That this fucking song came out 10, 11 years ago. And it's like, what? But that's the, the going with time. So we have a whole new section. Um, I'll tell you somebody who's not cookout music. As much as y'all try to force it, I'm just bringing up a more current artist. Is that fucking Future? Please stop playing Future at the cookouts. That's a totally different... That's a different vibe. Are you a fan of Future? I am. There's a there's a couple of songs. You know what? And I love Future when he's foolish. I love Future when he's just like, it's like just straight I can't up name you one future stupid. Song. Like, I know songs he's on, but I can't. If you tell me to tell you a Future song, I couldn't tell you the name of not one Future song. <laughs> he, I'm sorry he missed me. Like, I, uh, I like him featured on shit, but... Yeah, like you looking at me. Is that is that a black card revoke thing? No, that's funny. It, that oh, I don't want to tell the black name, but <laughs> the catalyst of why it cracks off is is funny. I'm gonna wait till you see it and be like, <laughs> this is how villains are made. I need you to go see Spider Verse. It's on my list. Either uh, um, Father's Day tomorrow, I'm either going to see uh, the Flash or Spider Verse. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, no, I future. Um, Future is not, future is driving music. I don't know some of y'all down south, but as far as like a cookout, like a feeling, feeling, I can't put future on there. Future's from Georgia. Atlanta? Okay. Yeah. But if you put two, in the opposite, if you were to put two chains on, two chains are too short because it's more about the music and the production. Future's shit is for niggas that are like future i that's the best way of me putting it it's not it's not gonna be granny's not gonna be you know fucking up some commas uh, but granny might yell out bitch why you gotta say like short that because it, it just it's a different kind of feel to it so and, and maybe i'm wrong y'all can correct me but i've seen a granny yell out bitch i never say, seen uh, a uh, i never seen uh, a grandma hit, yell hypnotize, out hypnotize b-i-g is my grandmother? I got video. I I I be fucking with her. I play the song when she not paying attention, just to see it, just to see when she hear the beat. Her face changes every day of time. And I'm, where where would you introduce to this? Uh, but I'm trying to think. Wait, and I would also like to mention that whole run of '93 through '98 of Bad Boy is all cookout music. Every last motherfucking song bad boy total 112 mace you know you can even go up as far as 2000 i'll go carl thomas you go bad boy had a run and i as a 90s aficionado of fucking music that 
that bad boys run is all cookout music you could start from the fucking beginning you could even put on um dead wrong by big and just keep it going all the way to missing you and everybody's gonna know the dance and the music to it that run was incredible. That's why that motherfucker is still rich now. So I was gonna say, I was gonna say, flavor in your ear. Yeah, he has a brand that. new. Fl- it, okay, because I'm gonna tell you, there's a difference. I don't see Gen Z playing future in the Target commercials in the future. Got you. You know, you f- you feel what I'm talking oh, about? Oh yeah, and, and and I'm loving like the commercials now. I could have sworn I was Mary listening- J. Blige. That's the other person. I'm sorry, Mary J. Blige. Oh, I thought you she- her. No, Mary J. Blige when she. In the bad boy run. In the bad okay, boy so run. Okay, so you know that song we were singing on the mic. I don't got no panties on. Ain't got no panties. Now, I may be tripping. Oh, it may have been boy. the marijuana talking, but I could have sworn I heard that in a Fitbit commercial. <laughs> I've 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 listened it. I watch a YouTube and the commercial comes on, but I swear it's that song and they like sped up the voice. But it sounds like the voice is saying. It might have been. And I'm like, that's a motherfucker my age that's in charge here the music because I hear songs and commercials and I'm like, did did no motherfucking six year old executive come up with that? That's a motherfucker my age that listened to that in high school and like put this in this, uh, in this turns, uh, commercial. When our generation specifically. That we're already creeping up on it. But when we get into our 40s and 50s, expect nothing but recklessness. I remember saying this 20 motherfucking years ago, or maybe 25 years ago, when I was in elementary school. And I remember saying, why is it? Yep. I remember saying, thank God for it. But I remember saying to one of my teachers, why is my class the baddest class in the whole school? <laughs> that shit ran with us all the way to high school. Oh, so is this... Is- class of 2005 is nothing but motherfucking criminals. I don't okay. care what school you went to. I don't care if you got how many degrees you got. That includes myself. We all got in trouble. We were terrible children. Say, my, my, my class, we... We, we knew better. 2003, they, none of my care about 2003. That was right. 2004 was the class of the Damn, niggas. Yeah, that's 20 years. It's 2023. Oh, shit, you hit your 20 year. Congratulations. Anyways, so, and because we don't care about 20 years anymore. <laughs> no, I don't, but in 2023, I'm on probation. I can get my green green card i can get my passport now your ass was a cuban <laughs> that's why you dress like one today I'm, like I'm dressed like a cuban corner store poppy uh, okay at the bodega uh, anyways but whatever, yeah no well when we <laughs> but when we get into our 40s and 50s and you know usher is legitimate old school because you already seen the videos and i always bring up usher because again usher had us in a chokehold my freshman year through my my senior year, eighty-seven on one, then confessions. He held it down. You remember Baby Usher? Yeah, I remember Baby Usher. Because I had to introduce an Usher fan, Baby Usher. I had. It was like in the Matrix. She I, had no knowledge of Baby Usher. I had the obsession that I had with Immature. It's the same obsession I had with Usher. So I have matter of fact, because my, my way changed my life. Uh, okay, I'm talking about before my. I was way. nine. Uh, 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 <laughs> So yeah, do you remember no. Call Me Your Mac? Yes, I have. I lip. They're still in my room right now. I have the original CDs. Did I give you a vinyl? No, because I had extra. Anyway, I showed the vinyl. To, so you had an extra vinyl. You didn't give it to me. So I showed it to a, a friend of mine who's a big Usher fan, and she's like, "What is this?" Like, you a bigger me? Usher fan than me, and you gave yeah. it to her. Yeah, and I was like, "You don't." I didn't give it to her. I just showed it to her. Why well, I didn't give her the vinyl? 
<laughs> and she's like, what is this? And like, like I made it up. And like, I had no idea Usher was without this young. Not, not a true Usher fan. You yeah. had to know it. And you had to have the special. I just thought it was funny. You had to have the special edition of Confessions like with the then. like five other songs. And yeah. I think I know who you're talking about. The five other songs. Like you had, it was a moment in time. So Usher kept a stronghold. But I can imagine when we're in our 40s and 50s and somebody puts on Usher, we'll probably be the last generation to hit. After what, the night. Don't be your girl around me, true player for real. That's my nigga for real. That's gonna be. You know what? I thought he understand that song. Yeah, I bet you do. You don't have to go. I sent you to the lyrics. Situation. <laughs> I never paid attention to the lyrics of that song. Oh my god! But you gotta be smart about it. Uh, Man, come on, that subject. <laughs> I don't want to have to bring you, uh, take you to a place you don't want to be. But anyways, I think I think we're going to be the last generation to hit the A and the O. Um, there, you know, we'll probably have a couple, you know, the little ones who be like, "Oh, I'm so old school. I'm so retro. I love Mary J. Blige and shit like that." We'll have a couple of those. But as far as our past, the cookout, I do believe our generation is the last generation of that. Like Will Smith said, it's cool to dance. What about the smooth groove? Some romance. It's just, I love the party music. You know, I, I get it. But yeah, it's all party music. There's no, and the songs that we all talked about are all love songs. Tell Me is actually not, it should not be something that you dance to with such that severity. That is the sacred and the secular In my bed, in my bed remix should not be a song that makes people as happy as it does. Right? <laughs> you see how I started going? <laughs> and, and it's all it's about infidelity and getting your and heart broke. Every but every time somebody sleeping you dancing in my that? Messing with my head. You dancing to fucking going crazy. But same, I thing, same thing with like genuine, all those songs, they should not be songs that children should know. Because and I say children. I had no business singing pony. Uh, Cause and I say children Our because we were kids. We weren't teenagers when these neither of us. We weren't teenagers when these motherfucking songs came out. We were children, and you know what we did? We bumped that shit like it was nice and slow. I remember my auntie. We got in trouble for singing. I want to sex you up. <laughs> got in trouble for singing the unedited version of country grammar. Got in trouble for a whole other bunch of shit. But nice and slow, we never did get in trouble for it because that was her shit. That damn color me bad. Color me bad <laughs> will always be a sore spot for me because I really got wood for no reason. Like, nigga, you had the song. Oh, I'm I, just singing along to it. I got that on vinyl too. I bet. Anyways, <laughs> but um, they're love songs. They're, they're a story. They're a moment in time. And yeah. then I don't think that there is current music that does have that, but it's the way that it's produced and the way that it's distributed is not the same way. So our evolution of cookouts is definitely going to change. I don't think we hold it to the reverence that we used to. And I guess you got to have some sort of statement purpose for the episode so if i had my mission statement for everything i said collectively on this episode is truly when we talk about you know music from the past i know i use the word spiritual and ancestral i'm not trying to be all deep with it but what i'm saying as far as uh the connective tissue of it all you could be 20 years old 
10 years old, five years old. Music is time machines. It right. takes us back to a place. So, uh, again, I implore everybody to watch that ritual because they spoke about it. True, they were speaking about religious hymns. But, again, that the that carries over. It's a reason why you can start a song and not see somebody across the room, and you can say something, then the person across will finish it. You know what I mean? Like, and, and, and you'll feel safe all of a sudden. You know what I mean? And that's a real like, thing. Then that's a real thing. That's what the the, the cookout is. It's a point to uh, to. You, it's a place to feel if, safe. If you've ever been out somewhere, and especially if you're like from Fresno and you're from Cali, um, and you're out, and all of a sudden. You know, it's not a lot of us around, and you look up, and so for real comes on. You feel my love. You feel better because then you see the person to the left of you singing along with it. You see the person to the right, and it's like, all right, I'm in a safe space. It's a it's a great unifier, man. Being being, um, and I will. It's a great unifier, and by it, mean black music. Black music is the great unifier. American music is black music. I don't even differentiate anymore. I know, but I I just want to kind of stick the the uh, fork in it because it's Black History Month, um, Black Music History Month. So I that's just. But really- I like that as 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 a, as a, a stamp on society and, and some. And again, I heard most deaf talking about it. How as <clears throat> soon as it stagnates, that nigga old child support. As uh, soon as it stagnates, we got to reinvent this shit again. You know what I mean? So every time people be like, that's why I quit. That's why I quit criticizing new music. I'm like, yeah. Oh yeah. It, I, I was I was bad on that for like five years, but then I realized, man, they going through their maturation like we did. And it's kind of like again, Lil Uzi Vert. I have always and loved I never that listened man. to his music, but I always liked him as, a, as an artist. I think he's a. Oh, my friends are dead. Like that shit. I used think he's to a just, cool. He's what? what is that, that was one of his songs. <laughs> yeah, I like never heard it, that shit. yeah, it's like his whole vibe was like. I just thought he was a cool person to have it fun. But, and like, it's the same thing. With he had City, that rock star shit. Yeah, it was the same thing with City Girls. Same thing. City Girls was just like uh, again a vibe. Uh, I bring out Lotto. I bring out Queen Cardi, and I do say Queen Cardi because that bitch is a queen. Before we leave, what's your uh, Janelle Monae? Mm. What about her? What was you saying about it? Cause you talked about it, and I'm talking about Janelle Monae for years, and I'm glad she's finally Janelle Monae, and I love that she's she's an entire vibe. If you've listened to her whole catalog, including her features, she's a vibe. I she's not like the strongest singer, she's not the strongest dancer, she's a whole entertainer. And right now, you see her living her life as an entertainer, and I'm enjoying it. Fucking. Love Janelle Monet. A lot of people don't even know. I got a Janelle Monet tattoo, and people don't never know what it is. I got accused of being in the Illuminati. Like, why are you getting a brand, a uh, uh, barcode? Like, motherfucker, ain't no barcode. But anyway, uh, the only reason I said because you brought it up, and I love her new album, and that's it. And I just want to be the one to say I was the first nigga telling y'all about Janelle Monet. And he wasn't for me. I didn't even know him when I found him. And if we do have more uh, cookout music, can I'm gonna throw a new name in the hat, and then I'm done for the day. Uh, Cleo Soul. Mm. So when we talk about Cleo, uh, uh, cookout music, that's where I put my head in. And then I love that Cleo Soul as an artist is like a vibe now. Now, can I get credit for that one at least? Yeah. Because wasn't nobody talking about her and she's like, oh, uh, she's a big thing now. Niggas is on Cleo Soul and I love it. But you motherfuckers is playing with me because I ordered that album damn near uh, six months ago and I still ain't got it. Y'all said four to eight weeks. It's been uh, four months. But anyway, this your boy, John Holiday. I'm out. Uh, cookout music. Listen to it. Be good. Go Speak do a cookout. Truth. Go learn how to cook. Go, go learn how to cook. <laughs>
let's let's season y'all damn t- <laughs> season the meat. Learn that you know it don't. It's not just all lorries and pepper. Go ahead and get you some paprika smoked, and you know live out your best life. But it's gonna wrap up today's episode. Make sure to check us out on Instagram. I'm gonna post holidays outfit today so y'all can know what you I'm talking about. You got a picture of my outfit. I'm going to oh. Negro. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, it's just so belligerent be- for no I, reason. Because you started. No, so, I'm saying myself. I'm, I'm just calling myself because you're a out. fucking wino. Ed the wino from Good Times. And yes, that was an old reference and the show was over before I was even thought about. Anyways, check us out on social media, Black Audacity Podcast. Check out our stories. You're going to stop tapping before I tap you upside the head with that bottle. Check us out individually, jhollow 559 and Holiday the 13th on IG and yeah. the Sin Banks. John Holiday. Oh, no. And the Sin Banks on IG. <laughs> Make sure to check out our Facebook group, Black Audacity, where we post our foolishness and fuckery and be on the lookout for our next live event. So and go watch the Blackening. Go watch The Flash and go watch Spider Man. If you are going to watch Spider Man and you partake in the marijuana, I suggest that you take it because it's a trip it's fun anyways so yeah wraps it up i will talk to y'all next week all right peace out yeah i don't